Hey guys, before we get into the episode, it blows my mind that we're launching another podcast. And this time, I actually want to feature you guys as a guest. Now, if you're a six-figure entrepreneur who has your own podcast and you listen to the show, I actually want to interview you on our brand new podcast, which is called Six Figure Podcast Rebels. You just need to go to www.top100interview.com and you can apply to get featured. All right, guys, back to the show. When you're creating your products and your services and building your brand, and branding is so important these days, you've got to be able to have somewhere where you're able to build up that community, where you're able to build that cult following. And you can do that very effectively through a Facebook group if you do it right. Have you ever looked at yourself in the mirror and thought, wow, I really thought I'd be further ahead by now? If so, you are not alone. I've spent the last two years traveling the globe looking for the answers. The problem is, it's fear of failure that was holding me and so many of you back. I realized that no one was telling the real story of entrepreneurship. So I flew to the US, decided to face my fear and go all out to build my million dollar business completely from scratch. But the real question is, how will I do it? Join me on my journey and find out as we build our online tribe and share the internet's top marketing secrets. My name is Jamie Atkinson, and this is the Entrepreneur Junkie Movement. Hey guys, welcome back. This is Jamie Atkinson, back with another episode of the Entrepreneur Junkie Movement podcast. I'm really excited today because I've got another awesome, amazing guest on the show. Some of you may have heard of her already because in the world of Facebook groups, she's a bit of a celebrity, but I've got with me today, Chantelle Turner, just to give you a little bit of a background before I introduce Chantelle onto the show. She's the founder of the Stronger Mummy Movement, which is uh, basically a group where she empowers and helps special need parents. And she's helped over 2,700 of them in a Facebook group. Not only that, she's also a speaker for one of Russell Brunson's speaker teams. And to top it all off, she actually was invited by Facebook themselves into a private group for all of the people on Facebook who have one of the most engaged Facebook groups out there. So if anybody's going to know what to tell you about Facebook groups, it's definitely Chantal. I'd like to introduce her. Chantal, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Hi, Jamie. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm excited to be here and to share some good Facebook knowledge with your listeners today. Honestly, I'm really excited because this is something that I've been trying to wrap my head around myself. And today, we're going to break this up across a few episodes because I feel like you're just going to drop a ton of knowledge bombs on us. And the first question that we want to jump into is really to help the audience and also me because I've had frustrations about, you know, is this Facebook group working? Is it going to be there? So, we were, we first, we want to jump into why people should even consider a Facebook group if they're an entrepreneur and they have a product. So where do you even get started with that? So I get that question a lot. A lot of people think, well, everybody has a Facebook group or everybody's already in a million Facebook groups. Why would I start one? Why would anybody want to be in mine? Like, what's the purpose? And so, you know, it's really important to understand if your customers are on Facebook and if you've done your research where you know, okay, a majority of my customer avatar, they are on Facebook. You want to be able to build your own community, your tribe for them, where they feel this safe zone, this safe place, and you can build this know, like, and trust factor. So for people that are trying to sell absolutely anything, you probably know that the most important piece of selling anything is that the customer you're selling to knows who you are, they like you, and highly important that they trust you. 
So that's, that's like bottom level base number one, but you also want to kind of build this cult following. And what I like to tell people is if you think of it like Apple, so whether you're an Apple fan or not, you're on one side of that fence or you're very much on the other. And it's good to be polarized when we're talking about who's going to be joining our Facebook group and all of that, right? So the diehard Apple fans, which is me, I have a Mac, I have an iPhone, <laughs> I've got it all, right? I love Apple. And Apple says, we're coming out with this really new cool thing. And I'm like, I got to know about it. I'm probably going to stand in line. I want to find out. Like, you know, I'm going to wake up at midnight to order the new phone. <laughs> that's, that's because I'm a diehard Apple fan. I know, like, and trust them. And I'm part of their cult following. There are a bunch of other people who are not, okay? And that's fine. But for Apple, they know, right? If they're getting ready to launch something, they have this massive cult following who pretty much will buy anything at this point. Literally, <laughs> right? And so you want that for yourself. Like when you're creating your products and your services and building your brand and branding is so important these days, you've got to be able to have somewhere where you're able to build up that community, where you're able to build that cult following. And you can do that very effectively through a Facebook group if you do it right. So that is why I highly suggest that you do start a Facebook group, but we're gonna probably talk today about how to do it right <laughs> so that it does build up the know, like, and trust factor and so that you do build that cult following. Yeah, and I love all that, Chantal. And, and just to give you some background, and in terms of like what the Entrepreneur Junkie movement is all about with this podcast, what we're trying to do is shed a lot of light on some of the stuff that people don't necessarily see behind the curtain of some of the challenges and some of the struggles and the things that, you know, we don't always like to shout about because when you fail, it sucks, right? You get like punched in the face and it can feel really terrible as an entrepreneur. So just to ask a really kind of out there question, when did you first start your Facebook group and how did that go? So this is a great question because I get a lot of people that say, well, I don't have, maybe they're starting a new business or they're starting a new brand and they're like, well, I don't have an audience. So um, we're not going to go into my origin story too much at the moment, but to dive back a little bit. So um, obviously Jamie mentioned that I founded Stronger Mommy and through Stronger Mommy, I empower parents who have kids with special needs. And the reason I started Stronger Mommy is because I actually have a child with special needs. She had a stroke when she was born um, and we went through a lot and we'll probably dive into that later. But I, for a very long time, for about three to four years, I didn't actually know any other parents who had kids with special needs. Like I, didn't, I didn't know anyone. That wasn't where my business was. I was in a totally, several other businesses. Like I had nothing to do with the special needs community. So when you want to talk about like, how many people did I have on my list, quote unquote, when I started my group, my list was zero. <laughs> my circle of influence was zero in the special needs community. But what happened was I started to join other Facebook groups for special needs parents and I realized something that I, some things that I liked and some things that I didn't like about them. And it's always good to do this. If you're starting something new, like go figure out who else is in that space. What do you like? What do you not like? You know, and then model what you like and, and get rid of all the crap you don't like. And that's exactly what I did with my group. But it started from zero. And within six months, I had about 2,400 parents who had kids with special needs, like very highly targeted people that were inside of my Facebook group from, from going from total zero, no list, no email, no contact. We'd never met on Facebook, nothing to about 2,400 of them. And I did that a lot through organic and a little bit of very, very, very inexpensive advertising. I'm with you. I'm with you. So, and, and just to give people an idea, because that sounds like an amazing story, right? Going from zero and then all the way up to having like this huge success in a very short space of time. What's it like when you first start that group? Like, were you finding that you were 
posting a lot in there and, and there wasn't much response or how do you build that, that first sort of little trinkets of, of momentum into the group? So um, I actually was very strategic and it's kind of funny because I did it I did it all like just off the top of my head. I didn't really think I was being strategic at the time when I <laughs> built it, but it turns out I think sometimes genius happens this way, right? We create something and then we're like, oh, this was actually really strategic in how I did it. But the way that I set up the group from the get-go is actually what helped it to be highly engaged and to grow so quickly because I had pre-set it up. And I, I guess part of that came from, like I said, observing those other groups and knowing what I wanted and what I didn't want. So I was very clear when I set it up and I'll actually go through and for those listening, I have a guide that actually goes through the seven steps of, of setting up a highly engaged Facebook group. The biggest, most important piece of that entire thing is that you are very targeted and you are very specific on who your perfect customer is, your customer avatar. Those listening to this podcast probably know what I mean, but if you have skipped this step, if you have not done the hardcore research to know exactly who your target audience is, then your group is probably not going to be highly effective and it's not going to be very engaged. So what happens is, so for example, my group is all only those who are currently parenting a child with special needs. If you're a special needs teacher or a therapist, or you you're a single mom with 12 kids, like find a group for single moms, unless you have a child with special needs and you are actively parenting them, this group is not for you. And so it's hard. Sometimes I do have to turn people away. But the very first question I ask, because Facebook gives you three questions to ask your coming in group members, I say, are you currently parenting a child with special needs? And I put required in quotes, like in parentheses, they have to answer this question. If the answer is anything but yes, I don't let them in my group. And it hurts sometimes. I'm like, oh, I want to let this person in, like, you know, but I can't. Because the reason why that group is so active is because they know that 100% of the members are just like them. They all share the common pain points. They know it's a safe place and that they're accepted within that group. So that is like the biggest thing that you have to do when you're setting up your group is to know who's going to be coming in. And I would say the second biggest piece is laying out your group rules from the get-go. And the biggest group rule that you should have should be a zero tolerance policy on negativity. Something that happens today in the world of social media is that people have gotten what I like to call keyboard confidence. We type out things that we would never say to somebody in person because we're behind a screen. We are protected. We are safe. We can say whatever we want on the internet. And especially when you're in you know, a group of people that have a common pain point, there are these varying you know, differences in their opinions and things like that. And so I always tell people, you can have a different opinion without being rude, nasty, or negative in the way that you say it. And so by doing that, I think I've only ever had to like even warn four people in the entire 18 months or so that my group's been open. I've probably only had to warn four people about their negativity. And one of the things I constantly get people that post within the group that say, oh my God, this is my favorite group on Facebook. I love it here. You know, I'm so excited to be a part of this constantly. And the biggest reason for that is that zero negativity policy. They love that it is their safe space, that they always feel so supported. So I think that those are kind of the two really big things if you want to have a highly engaged and effective group. Yeah, it's funny that you say that because by actually stopping people coming into your group, not only do you not have the wrong person in your group, but it also builds this kind of sense of, ooh, I'm in and somebody else can't be in. It's that, that sense of I'm part of something and it's exclusive, right? So, you know, the people inside your group have that kind of sense of exclusivity as well. 
And that's just it. You're building the exclusivity. You're building this, this safety net for people. And, and it's easy to say, oh, well, special needs parenting, of course, like people need a safety net. But if you're, you know, let's say you're a private chef, like there's going to be things that you run into as a private chef that maybe um, a person working in a restaurant is not running into, or it's just a different that's a different pain point. And so when people feel, oh my God, these are my people, right? We're talking about tribe building. These are my people. This is my tribe. These people get what I'm going through, whatever it is. And that's so important. It's what drives engagement. It's what drives support. It's what drives connection. And it's what builds that cult following. I love that. I love that. And I actually think, Chantal, that's a really good space to stop for this episode. And, you know, even for people listening to just this kind of less than 10 minutes of information, like it's really obvious to me now that like one of the best ways to get people to trust you and to know who you are and to like you is through a Facebook group. Like it makes a lot of sense because it's, it's very well having, you know, a podcast or an email but it's a very one-way conversation, right? The Facebook group gives people a chance to have their own voice. Well, and something just before you end it, something that's really powerful about that, like about having that Facebook group and getting people to know you is that when you have a Facebook business page, that page is, is like your business name, right? So my Facebook business page is Stronger Mommy. And that's great. I want people to know that brand. In fact, my group, is Stronger Mommies, so it's the plural, and they call themselves Stronger Mommies, right? That's my tribe, they identify with that. But when I post in that group, when I comment in that group, I am Chantal Turner. And you would think, oh, well, then they wouldn't know who you are. But the cool thing is that when you're the admin of a group, you get an admin badge from Facebook. So even the newest member, starts to know who I am because I can comment on their post. They can see posts from me. Um, I do a welcome video that shows my face. I don't care if you hate video, like you want your tribe to know who you are. So get over your fears and do a really great welcome video with your face out there. Um, which is, and I go into that in some of these steps, but it's important that, that you are building you as that person that is the, the owner of the group is the, you know, um, the admin and they know that. And so you're building that know, like, and trust factor with your brand and with yourself. And that's really important. No, I love that. And actually, we're going to bring you on for the next episode. And I really want to dig more into that tribe building and building up the engagement. And I think that'll be a really great jumping off point for the next episode. So Chantal, thanks for being on this episode. And uh, for any of you guys listening, tune in to the next episode. And we're going to go into a little bit more detail with Chantal on how you can take your Facebook group to the next step and start to build up your tribe and get a lot more engagement. We'll see you on the next one. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to the last episode. And I just wanted to let you know that we're doing an amazing competition for you guys. It's called the four for four competition. Four amazing entrepreneurs have sponsored this podcast for the next month and a half. And they're doing it to give you guys access to their flagship courses completely for free. There's going to be four lucky winners who are going to get access to four powerful courses from some of the best online entrepreneurs out there. You have Doug Bowden, who's giving away his highly sought after sales funnel mastery course. We've got Chantal. Turner is giving away her engagement driving culture method course. You have Wendy Hart who's giving away her mind bending procrastination cure course and Samantha Brown who's giving away her double your tribe challenge. These are four amazing courses which are all worth a combined total of over $2,500 and we're giving it away to you guys for free. All you have to do to be in with a chance of winning this competition is to scroll down on the podcast page, leave a rating and review and just screenshot your review just before you
you publish it and email it to jamie at entrepreneurjunkie.co. Competitions are going to be ending on June the 30th. Make sure you get your entries in, guys. And if you've already left a rating or review on the podcast, just screenshot your podcast review and we'll still enter you into the competition. Make sure you guys enter before this competition goes away. There's going to be four lucky winners. You don't want to miss this, guys. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.